Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Matt, he has such a bright future, as all these kids did. The world is a darker place without them, but the light of their the light of their love and memories will always guide us all. The crime scene is still active nearly one month after the quadruple University of Idaho murders that shocked the nation. Now investigators are once again headed back into the house to collect personal belongings for the victims' families. But could this cause issues with DNA collection? Long Crime Sidebar co-host Anjanette Levy joins us live from Idaho, along with forensic death investigator Joseph Scott Morgan for the latest in this high-profile case. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law and Crime. I'm Sierra Gillespie. We're now approaching one month since four University of Idaho students were stabbed to death in their off-campus home. Weeks after the grisly crime, investigators still have not made any arrests or identified any suspects. But even as the investigation continues full steam ahead, Idaho officials are headed back into the active crime scene to retrieve the victim's personal items. We're at that point in the investigation where we're still gathering um, information, we're still gathering tips, we're still gathering evidence, we're still doing everything we need to do. Um, But there also comes a point in time when um, the family needs to have um, those belongings. Those victims, 21-year-old Kaylee Gonzalez, 21-year-old Madison Mogan, 20-year-old Zana Carnodal, and 20-year-old Ethan Chapin, arrived to an off-campus home at about 1.45 a.m. on November 13th. Gonzalez and Mogan had visited a bar that night and later food truck in downtown Moscow, while Chapin and Carnodal went to an event at the Sigma Chi fraternity on campus. Hours after their arrival at 11.58 a.m., a surviving roommate called 911 to report an unconscious person. Investigators then found all four students brutally stabbed to death. To break down this new movement in the case, we're joined by Sidebar co-host Anjanette Levy, who is on the scene in Moscow. 
Idaho, and of course, forensic death investigator Joseph Scott Morgan, who has been following the case since the very beginning. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, Anjanette, let's start with you. We've gotten word that investigators are headed back into the crime scene to get some of these victims' personal items. What can you tell us about this? This was an announcement, Sierra, that was made yesterday afternoon, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, The chief put a message on Facebook, James Fry, saying that uh, they were going to go into the home, he and his command staff. They're not here just yet, but there is private security guarding this active crime scene. And he said that it was important that he be involved in this. He believed that the family members would want their loved one's personal belongings. He didn't elaborate on what exactly that meant, uh, but they will be entering this crime scene. Uh, It has been processed already. It's still an active crime scene. It's under police protection, under security. It's been secured 24 hours a day since this happened. So it's kind of interesting that they're choosing to enter this active crime scene in order to retrieve those personal belongings for the victims' families. He said uh, that they're doing this in coordination with the families, and they'll be putting these items in a secure location until the families want to come and retrieve them. So uh, this is a daunting task to really go back in there into this house where people were slaughtered and retrieve these items. And Joseph Scott Morgan, let's switch now to you. Idaho officials have been clear that the murder scene is still active. We just heard that from Anne Jeanette. Could re-entering this home to get these personal items cause issues with DNA or evidence collection? Well, my assumption is, is that they have already collected everything that they see as being of value at this point in time. And this evidence is very, very fragile, you know, when you think about it. Uh, You've got a couple of different types of DNA that are in play here. Of course, we have this, you know, the sources of the blood from the bodies. That's a source of very rich DNA sample contained therein. But then you have touch DNA, which is much more fragile. And of course, nowadays, it's something that investigators look to. You can turn that around pretty quickly. And it's only a partial strand. But, you know, going back to removal of these items, you can never go back in and replace those items. So you're taking it out of context at that point in time uh, from the perspective of having a pristine scene. You know, in my mind, the only thing I can think of is that they've documented everything, they've collected everything at this point in time, or they wouldn't be taking that step. But, you know, when we look back, you know, we, we're just coming off covering the Parkland case. And remember that that school in particular, they kept that locked down for years. <laughs> that was a very brutal scene, admittedly. This, again, you know, my friend Anjanette used the term slaughter. I'd, I'd go there. This was a slaughter. And so it's a very fragile environment. Um, and you're introducing these individuals into the house to collect these items and take them out and hand them over to the families. I hope that they have certainly documented and collected every bit of evidence off of these items. And Joseph Scott, what can you tell us about the actual evidence inside the home? I mean, this is a college house with many people living inside and others coming to visit in and out. If I'd had to guess, I would say there's lots of DNA inside even likely the killers could be in there. So could all that information make the investigation even harder? Yeah, isn't that amazing? You know, when you think about it, uh, you know, you think, well, wow, we've got this evidence-rich environment. 
we're going to be able to get this thing shut down really quick, you know, come to a conclusion. And it's amazing. Many times, the more data you have, the more complex the case becomes because they essentially have to unspool everything. And it's a great point that you make because, you know, this place has been identified as a gathering place. And so most people in their day-to-day lives don't think about just touching surfaces and going through the motions and that sort of thing. But every time you touch something, you leave a trace behind. And in this particular case, if you have people coming and going, they're leaving these kind of slough skin cells everywhere. That's where we get touch DNA. And then we think about the victims in this particular case and the DNA that was left behind as a result of, of blood. But you have to think about something else. If you had any of the individuals within the structure that lived there that had intimate relationships with anybody else, that could provide that could provide you know an evidence rich uh, source as well. And not to mention, you know, you brought up the idea of the uh, perpetrator leaving behind uh, DNA, and that's certainly the case. You know, this was a frenzied killing. You have an individual that's using an edged weapon. I have seen cases several cases during the course of my career where an edged weapon is involved and the subject gets into such a frenzy when they're doing it, many times they'll actually injure themselves. And so you wind up co-mingling that DNA with the original source from the victims. And they have to unspool that as well. They have to type the blood and then they have to try to identify the knowns versus the unknowns at that point in time. So yeah, it's, it's very complex. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And Anjanette, let's head back to you. So you're there in Idaho nearly one month after these brutal murders, but it's still very fresh. What can you tell us about the reaction from the people there? It's interesting because I was talking to some students last night. We were out on the streets trying to get a feel for how the students are feeling. And really, a lot of people were terrified when this happened, understandably so. They were given the option to go home and take classes virtually. And we actually met up with some people who are taking their classes virtually while they're here in Moscow, Idaho. Uh, so they, they are not going out. They are not going to class. 
I was told last night by one of the students, he believes in some of his classes, they're either half full, maybe a third full, because so many people have opted not to return to campus after this happened and after the Thanksgiving break. So there are people who are still fearful, but there were people walking around last night and it was dark out. So they feel that the school, the University of Idaho, has done a good job with ramping up security. Um, there are some people, though, who just simply didn't want to talk to us. And a lot of the female students I approached didn't want to talk on camera with us. And I, I think there is still some fear here. Uh, but some of the students said to me, you know, well, this was targeted or, you know, it was isolated or things like that. So I think it's wise that everybody still remain vigilant because there's been a lot of back and forth about whether this was targeted or not. So um, I think there's still some fear here. But some people say they feel that there's been a, a good job done on getting that security in place. Um, some people, though, are still kind of saddened and freaked out by this, understandably so, because there hasn't been an arrest. And it could take some time for an arrest. There's a lot to go through. You're going to have to get that DNA testing back, the analysis. You're going to have to see if there's mixtures in there, do interviews. They've been conducting hundreds of interviews. So there will also be, I think, a lot of digital evidence in this case. They're going to have to go through all of the victims' social media accounts and phones. So that's often now a big piece of uh, these investigations, when, especially involving young people. You're going to be going through all of their uh, digital data, looking at who they've been talking to, where they've been, and trying to piece together what's called victimology. Thank you both for joining us today. We're hoping to have more answers into this unsolved case very soon. You bet. No problem. Thanks, everyone. You can watch and listen to Long Crime Sidebar Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever else you listen. I'll see you next time.